I wanted to speak with you today and share a message of hope. It's an age-old message, nothing new. It's a promise for you and me that God has given every last one of us to encourage us and remind us that there is something more than here. Now these are troubling times, but we've been down troubling times before. So, as Solomon would say, there really isn't anything new. It might be new to you, but it ain't new. God's been doing this since the beginning of time, reminding men that there is a balm in Gilead. There is a hope and glory. There is a ram in the bush. And there is a sacrifice reminding us that when we can't pay the debt, God can. God can. Giving us ever an opportunity to be redeemed if we want to. So weeping may, David said, endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning, and this is your morning. David said in Psalm 22, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me? So far from the words of my groaning, oh my God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, and I'm not silent. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. Tomorrow, Israel, hear, O Lord, our God is one. You are the praise of Israel. And you, our fathers, put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. They cried to you and they were saved. And you, they trusted and were not disappointed. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by men, despised by the people, all who see me shaking their heads. There he is. He trusts in the Lord. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. Have you been mocked like David in your job, by your family, your friends, the strangers, in the home, the politicians, the actors, the athletes, have you been persecuted? But blessed are those who were persecuted before you, those prophets. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you, even at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast upon you. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Not all of you can say that. Do not be far from me. For trouble is near. We used to say in the South, trouble in my way, I gotta cry sometime. I lay awake at night, weary eyed, but that's all right, because I know Jesus is fixing after a while. Many bulls surround me, David said, strong bulls of Bashan encircle me, roaring lions tearing their prey open their mouths wide against me. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. 
It has melted away within me. My strength is dried up like a postern, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. Dogs surround me. A band of evil men has encircled me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. Prophecy of Yeshua. I can count all my bones. People stare and go over me. They divide my garments among them and cast their lots for my comfort. But you, O oh Lord, be not far off. O oh, my strength, come quickly. Help me. Deliver my life from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lions. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. And I will declare your name to my brothers. In the congregation I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. How are you praising the Lord in your distress? Are you giving him the glory in your stress? Oh, have you forgotten? Isaiah recorded in chapter 43, but now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by the name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. And when you walk through that fire, oh, you've been in the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Have you forgotten that? Do you remember who you are? Called out? Chosen? Picked? Appointed? To declare his name and his glory? And Paul was writing to the Corinthians when they were going through the upheavals of their faith, the challenges. Paul declared this message to them. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Remember this, because you are not alone in your sufferings. Remember this, because God is there in the dungeon, in the prison of your struggles. Now if the ministry of death, which was engraved in letters on stone, came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at the face of Moses because of its fleeting glory, will not the ministry of the Spirit be even more glorious? For if the ministry of condemnation was glorious, how much more glorious is the ministry of righteousness? Indeed, what was once glorious has no glory now in comparison to the glory that surpasses it. For if what was fading away came with glory, how much greater is the glory that endures? Therefore, since we have such a hope and you've got it, we are bold. We are not like Moses who would put a veil over his face to keep the Israelites from gazing at the end of what was fading away. But with their minds were closed. For to this day the same veil remains at the reading of the old covenant. 
It has not been lifted because only in Christ can it be removed. And even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers the hearts of the people. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil, the veil is lifted. It's taken away. It's through Christ Jesus that that veil is lifted and taken away. For Jesus says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Rejoice, for he is risen and risen indeed. Some folks would rather Paul said, Beloved, I show you a mystery that we shall not all sleep, but we will be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. You see, brothers, it is more than this earthen vessel, more than wood and brick and stone and glass, more than bone and flesh and sinew. You've got a house not made by hands. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. I go to my father's house to prepare a place for you. And where I go, I will come again to receive you. He's got a place for you. It may not be in a mansion in Beverly Hills. It may not be at a beach house in Hawaii. But he's got a house that's eternal. It costs you nothing but the blood of Christ. Be encouraged. For we have this treasure in these jars of clay. Surpassing powers. That's from us but God. We are hard pressed on every side. But not crushed. Perplexed but not in despair. Persecuted but not abandoned. Struck down but not destroyed. And we carry around in our body. The death of Jesus. So that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in this mortal body. So death works in us, but life works in you. Don't you see? God's plan is not to hurt you. God's plan is not to harm you, we tell Jeremiah. But to prosper you. My thoughts towards you are good. I started out. You can believe this. A long time ago. That no matter what. And there is no, no matter how long. In my no matter mind, who or when. You are got the victory. In Jesus. To make Jesus. Because one day. We will lift up our eyes unto the hills. And we will see our help coming. Our help. Is in the Lord. Our help. Is in the Lord. Our help is in the Lord. Your help is in the Lord. So rejoice. I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. John said in Revelations, Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And the people of the earth will mourn because of him. He's coming. He's coming back. He's coming. 
Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? We shall rise again.